Welcome to the Slap Dap Roof Show with your host, Ebix24. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast, our episode 3 of the show, and today we're going to talk about, you guess it, food, but not just any food, we're talking about takeout. Yes, the grease and spoons of burgers through drive throughs through everything in between, from breakfast to lunch to dessert. I'll be giving you my, some takes of some hot on some things, foods to maybe even try, maybe even restaurants to go to, and everything in between, and my personal opinion on, on it. But, um, as always, before we even go with the podcast, we obviously have to do introduction, I want to say a massive thank you to everybody. The first week, we've had over 30 people listening to the podcast, which is absolutely amazing already on Spotify. So if you haven't already followed on Spotify, please, please, please do that. That makes us know, that lets us know that you love this podcast. Well, also, I just found a way to record audio from the Discord, so I'm going to give a test tomorrow and see if it works. If that's the case, episode four is probably going to feature some guests as well, and we're probably going to be talking about, it looks like maybe the first half of the Formula One season. So, We'll see how things go. By the way, Mar in the background noise. The washer and dryer are working now. But again, follow the Spotify. If you are new here, welcome to the podcast. If you are absolutely enjoying the podcast, if you haven't well watched episodes one, listen to one episodes one and two, please, please, please do that. That lets me know that you love it so much. And please hit that like button down below. That lets us know. Follow button, like button, like button down below. Follow button down below that makes us lets me know that you guys are enjoying the podcast we're gonna have our first live podcast on twitch now it may be a while it may it may also take a difficulty as well because my audio is gonna go to another thing we'll see how that goes down the line but if we do get this uh discord thing to work uh make sure you follow me of course make sure you follow me on twitch because Episode 4 could be recorded live on th- this Thursday, August 5th, around 3, maybe 2, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see how this goes. But, yeah, if we can do that, if that's the case, episode 4 of the podcast will be recorded live. And we're probably going to be talking about the F1 season. So make sure you follow the Twitch channel. And you also, and also we just had 100 followers on Twitch as well, so we want I want to say a massive thank you as well. Uh, episode four, and again, yep. But like I said, the next episode is probably going to be about F one and the uh, the first half of the season. We're probably going to just go go through it all, and uh, yeah. But that's another show which we're going to get down the line. And uh, let's get ready for the and let's get ready to get and dive into this uh, takeout edition of my podcast. Enjoy, enjoy it. I guess the first things first before we get into to dug deep into this, we have to go through some ground rules. I'm going to go through all the restaurants that I have been to, but let me just put this out there. I have not traveled any outside the country, so I can't do any exotic restaurants that usually are there, which really, really that, really that uh, helps it to, it really means that I have not tried any exotic restaurants that are specifically in a specific country, so... I can't do that. The other thing, too, is that this is all my opinion. So if I hate something that I don't like, then that's fine. We all have to express our opinions sometimes, express our opinions and our likes and dislikes, and that's the case being. So, again, it's my own opinion. And third, third thing is that I'm going to probably do from America to global because there's some places that are also in global as well, but... Most of the stuff that I eat, because now this is up from the United States, most of the stuff I eat, you can easily find any other country in the world. But again, each different country has different foods and different likings. So that's the deal. That's the deal about that. So a country may have a different pre- different preference of what uh, has to one country to country. So letting you know that for right now. So let's get right into it. We'll start off with the, I think, the first things first. We're talking casual fast food. Now I'm talking about the grease and spoon, the fast food drive-thru. 
um, especially the burger drive-thru. And I think we should start off with uh, the first thing, and I bet probably the restaurant that everyone has been to the most. Probably everyone has to been to at least once in their lifetime, and that is McDonald's. Now, McDonald's has been probably my number one for quite some time now, but ever since nowadays when I turned a teenager, I've gone to McDonald's less and less, uh, less more less times than I do for any other restaurant. Why is that the case? I really have no idea. I think it's because of the emerging market and the new competition. Because, of course, everything changes. McDonald's is not only the most fast food restaurant. Well, they're second to Subway, but they're probably the most restaurant that makes the most money. And they're also the the restaurant that has the worst customer service. I think everyone kind of knows that. I think everyone probably knows better than McDonald's is not their number one choice. Usually, it's my last resort choice, unfortunately. Because as you saw, if you haven't listened to my race podcast, where we worry what to do Hampshire Roast Beef, that was the last one on the list, and they were the only ones that opened at the time. So, of course, McDonald's has the, um, probably the most reliability in terms of, you know, people who could work for as well. But, they all, they do this they do all these like menu changes and all they once did all day breakfast they also did you know what did they also do they also did um like they focused on chicken law now they're focusing on the chicken sandwich war the chicken sandwich now they have is not really good um people have been asking me about that it's like it's not really good it's not really good in terms of Popeyes or Chick Fil A and that's really the case that's the problem with the fast food restaurant you know there's a lot more emerging markets now and uh, mcdonald's has struggled i mean their app looks not that bad but also because i mobile order almost all the time but the issue though is sometimes when you mobile order you have to make sure that you have to tell the location that if especially for somebody who hasn't been in the state that yeah your doors lock at nine o'clock like me so that's something to keep an eye on for so i would say mcdonald's is not really good and that goes the same thing with burger king and Wendy's, you know, I'm not really into the burger joint really nowadays. I think now Americans are more heading towards like, you know, Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, you know, anything more on the thing because the burger joints are not really that good. I mean, especially Burger King and Wendy's. Burger King is still the second is my second least is probably also my least favorite too because I've had I've had a couple times. It's not really that bad either. But my go-to order, I mean, the only other thing is that Burger King. When you go there, you just look at them and you're like, eh. And then you look at the restaurant and you're like, eh. And then what? Also, the other thing too is that Burger King went ahead and rebranded their image again, um, with their location. The problem with Burger King nowadays is that they're struggling to even keep up with McDonald's, and not only that, they have to keep up with Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, and probably all these emerging markets. And the and they have been really hammered, so they haven't done a really good job. And that goes probably the same thing with Wendy's. They can't even. I mean, Wendy's is probably the most better, probably the better restaurant out of the two, McDonald's and Burger King, in terms of quality. In terms of quality, in terms of beef, if you can get it in the drive-through. Um, obviously, I go for bacon and once in a while, but the problem with Wendy's is that it goes the same thing with McDonald's. They have no good customer service, so, and I tried mobile ordering once, and it never worked very well, so, uh, yeah, I think I say that McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King are all on the same level, and Wendy's probably is a little bit more because the food's kind of better, but we know what the Supreme Burger Joint is. That I have tried many times. No, I have not been to Now, No, I have not been to Whataburger. Uh, I think the best Supreme Burger joint is obviously Five Guys. I know. But the problem with Five Guys, this may go for people, maybe the reason why I'm not eating it so many times is because it's so expensive. It is literally pricey, but the food is delicious. Probably the best burger you could probably get in the United States. 
Shake Shack, I forgot to also mention too, Shake Shack also sells burgers, but I mean, they've been popping up locations and all this stuff, but it's not really good, and I think they're overrated. I think it's not really good. I think Five Guys is much better. I think Five Guys is the best burger around, and until I try Whataburger and Inhouse, that's going to be the um, most popular burger joint you can, I would eat. That would be the number one. But, again, it comes down to, you know, service, how good the food is, and that's where pricing, and you can kind of level it off. So, I would say more likely, if I had to go with a burger, it's Five Guys, obviously. And that's my deal. But, again, it's just my opinion, and we know that for a fact. But let's move on to the fried chicken cuisine, and that's where I think everyone probably wanted to know... What is better, Popeyes or Chick Fil A, or KFC? That matter. KFC is obviously in the low tier. I would put Popeyes and Chick Fil A there. I would put Chick Fil A above above Popeyes because of the service. Uh, but but yeah, I Popeyes is not that bad either. And of course, as you know, for all my European viewers out there, especially the people who are in the United Kingdom, they are opening three hundred locations. Of Popeyes in England, so you guys get to finally try Popeyes, and I gotta tell you, it is really good. You probably are going to like it so much, you probably are not gonna even go to KFC, step in a KFC ever again. Which leads into my next point. Again, I have had KFC for almost all my life because that was the only restaurant to get fried chicken without even going to a local restaurant. But I don't think there even is a local restaurant that can come parish. Um, fried chicken as KFC but we have the better chicken and that is Chick-fil-A and Popeyes Chick-fil-A is probably the number one restaurant in the United States right now in terms of service terms of good terms of price terms of whatever it's the number one restaurant in the United States and that's a known fact the service is fantastic. The food is good. The mobile app is also fantastic as well. I think that's another thing too that really helps consumers that is your mobile app really compatible? Can it stand up to the par? Chick-fil-A can't do that. It's easy to mobile order. I've been using the mobile ordering app since when they were just doing the drive-thru in my local location um, during COVID. So, um, But the only backfire from Chick-fil-A is that since it's so popular now in the United States, the drive-through line is a madhouse. There have been complaints that the Chick-fil-A restaurants were were having such a big of a line that they can't even that their local businesses they can't even park in their local businesses, and they had a complaint about that. And it's not really like you know, it's not really a Chick-fil-A problem. It's more of People just love the thing, the goddamn thing. Thing I can say for myself, you know, where Chick-fil-A is located is on a four-way intersection with a four. It's a, it's a four-lane road road with two lanes going both ways. They don't have a green arrow. So what means that? What mean by that in U.S. traffic code is that if you get a green arrow, that's a safe. You can you can turn, basically left safely, safe in this case left. Into the Chick-fil-A drive into the the plot, the shopping shopping center on the right, on the right, safely, without worrying about it. But the problem though is the Chick-fil-A line is so basically crowded. At one point they had five lines of drive-through during COVID when they couldn't even open their doors. And this that has really been the case that why I don't usually stay away from them. But now, since Chick-fil-A has been reopened, looks like the lines are a little longer. But it can, don't forget that it's the lunch rush. And they're only open six days a week. So, keep that in mind as well. And the lunch rush is usually the worst possible time. And also the dinner rush, too. The dinner is also the worst possible time. And probably on Saturday. Saturday is obviously the worst day ever because it's the last day. They're open and they don't open on Sundays. So, keep that in mind when you're ordering chicken. Then you go to Popeye's. And then let's talk about Popeyes. Popeyes has some pretty good sides as well, but 
Obviously, the chicken sandwich is probably my go-to favorite. They do have nuggets now, which is pretty dang good. Uh, but when we went to Chipotle's last time, they asked for a regular or large. It's like, okay, we'll just get a large. What is that? They're just going to put two scoops of fries there. No. They brought us two big boxes of fries. And we were like, oh, my God. They were like, you made us fries, like, like what Five Guys does. You know Five Guys put two scoops of fries, basically. They give you two cups, but then they give you more because they're focused on the fresh stuff. So, you know what I mean. So, we've had that issue once before. And the KFC, I mean, I would probably have Kentucky Fried Chicken, probably the, the like, the breast meats and all that stuff. But I want to try Popeye's, though. I think Popeye's is kind of better. I don't know why. I mean, KFC, you know, they try, they try, they try, but it just never looked good. I just don't know why. I don't know why that it's the case. I mean, I know that people love love it in other places. I know, I know they got a lot of brand, but I just think Kentucky Fried Chicken is literally now gone from right now. It's Chick-fil-A and Popeyes. Although, of course... You have other restaurants like Saxby's. You have um, churches. There's another local joint. Was it Raising Cane's? I think it was one. Um, that I also tried. Oh, regional ones, of course. Bojangles is also one of them as well. Um, I have not tried those yet. So, again... It's only Chick-fil-A Popeyes that I think are the supreme. Again, that is my opinion. I have not tried those things at the time. Maybe when I record another podcast, it might be I try it. So, again, if I see Bone Jiggles, I'll give it a shot. But, again, I think that Chick-fil-A Popeyes are probably the number number one, number two on the list for best fried chicken restaurants ever. With Chick- uh, KFC coming in number three. I just don't think that KFC is now up to par then. But again, this is my important opinion, and you, and we have to respect that. But I think if you are in America, definitely try Chick Fil A if you have the chance. If you have the chance, go for it. If not, whatever. But definitely try Chick Fil A and Popeyes too. I'm sure Popeyes will open as well. And of course, any new Popeyes joint uh, restaurant chain is also really good as well because the chicken is much i think tastes better and much more crispier than the uh other one too so that's your little tip from that so we moved on to fried chicken drive throughs we we kind of moved away with fast food drives let's talk about the let's talk about um cafe stuff coffees stuff like that and this is where we get to probably the mean the sandwich and probably talk about breakfast so that gets its own thing now for starters for me, the best way to go to get breakfast is nothing beats myself than going to my local deli and getting a bacon, egg, and cheese for $1.75. You can't beat it. They're the best. I make it on the fly. $1.75, just under $2. Get a cup of coffee, less than 5 bucks. That's a good deal for breakfast and all this stuff. So that is my number one thing on the list. Um, yeah, the deli, there's a deli that's like literally... Like, if you turn, if you could literally walk there if you had the chance to do it, and it's really good. Nothing beats a bacon and cheese for a dollar seventy-five. Can't beat it. The bacon's also pretty good, but I also go to the one right by the town because the bacon's much better and they taste pretty, and people make it better there. So those two delis are owned by the same people, by the way. So that has been the big debate. Which deli is better? Is either one or the other? I really have no idea. I like the one in like in the center of the town better because the bacon tastes much better. So, but again, that's your opinion. But again, local delis are perfect for breakfast. But let's say I'm not in the mood for that. Well, let's start off with the two restaurants that I haven't talked about: Dunkin' Donuts and Chick Fil A. And actually. I will talk about about Krispy Kreme and Tim Hortons as well because those those are actually there's technically four. Let's start off with a big one, Starbucks. There is only one thing at Starbucks I would get, and that is the s'mores frappuccino. Other than that, I don't go to Starbucks at all. I haven't. I've heard that they just brought back the s'mores frappuccino in August. Yeah, uh, that's if they just brought it back for this year. 
I don't see why would they even do that? Why would they even bring it bring in August? Why would they bring it in July? You know, because I'm not even gonna have a chance to enjoy it because I go back to school in a few weeks. That's the other thing too. Starbucks is also the worst, I think, in terms of like drive-through lines. They're in the, they're in the same boat as Chick-fil-A. The lines are terribly long. It used to be in our town. We used to have local law where, except for drive ATMs, pharmacies, you're not allowed to have a restaurant drive-through. Starbucks, they got this, but Starbucks was able to get one in, and they're doing pretty good. But at the same time. The people there are terrible, and they're slow. It's just absolutely terrible. I don't know why. And plus, the prices for Starbucks are so expensive. Why they? They're like twice. They're like one and a half times more as Dunkin' Donuts. Actually, Dunkin' is also like a one and a half times the size of McDonald's. And McDonald's coffee is so so. But we'll get to them and all the rest of the other burger restaurants because they do get a say but back to Starbucks Starbucks is so expensive I just don't know why would people like buy it. I don't know what's the big deal about Starbucks you know maybe it's the roasters or something like that but I don't know I just haven't gotten their coffee that well that well and plus I got a Dunkin more often yes that's right Dunkin or Dunkin Donuts whatever you say I say you I mean, if you say Dunkin' in New England, people know what the heck it is. So that's why they probably changed the name. Because everyone says Dunkin' in New England. And everyone know. And if you're from New England, if you just say Dunkin', no, people know what you're talking about. Dunkin' Donuts. So, Dunkin' Donuts is probably my number one coffee uh, selection if I'm right by a drive-thru. Now, keep in mind, Dunkin' Donuts, is. it depends on what location you go to. Because some locations are better than others. That goes for all restaurants, too. You might go to one location and think that the people are there are good. But then, of course, if the people are very terrible and you know there's another location that's just down the road, it's not too far to go to the other. So, um, that's the, uh, that's the thing about it. But the Dunkin' Donuts around me, I think it's pretty good. I think I, I use the mobile or a duck-in, and I just go walk in, grab my stuff, and walk right out, and have a nice day. Have a nice day, and they usually do it well. But the problem that I have with Dunkin', I think, is because I don't like hot coffee, of course. Let me just say that. So I like iced coffee. The problem with Dunkin' Donuts, and this goes for, I think, for some of most locations. Unless you go, side note, if you go to a Dunkin' Donuts and get an iced coffee, they have the coffee in a bag. They have the coffee in like a vacuum seal pouch, and they just let it chill, and that's how they pour it over, and stuff like that. If you go to if you go to most locations like that, um, well, which is now any of the newer locations that you go to where the coffee is on tap, um, and of course you could, the coffee's mainly old fashioned, where we just brew a pot and just stick a pot in there, and that's how it is. That's the old fashioned way. The coffee on tap is the newer way of Dunkin'. Dunkin' is that's how Dunkin' does it nowadays. Where they make the coffee and it, it, it's in a big batch, uh, like big. It's and it's like how beer it's stored. It's stored there. It's nice and warm, nice and warm. And then when the customer wants to order something, they just pour the, they just take a cup and they just pour the thing right on there. Especially for hot or iced, and it's really good, really good. I think I prefer getting the coffee on tap at a new Dunkin' than going to any other, going to a Dunkin' around me. Because the coffee just tastes so much better than where it is, where um, is because I think it's much fresher and it stays fresh longer. So you at least get that idea. And plus, Dunkin' Donuts has the best donuts as well. But they don't make it, I don't know if they even, I think they don't even make it fresh on their location anymore. Which I think it's kind of a, a little bit of kind of, I think it's kind of sad I think. Because Dunkin' is usually most known for their coffee. Although the donuts are not that bad. I think it's pretty good, but I don't make it on location, I don't think, anymore, which I think it's kind of sad. At the same time, they have to get it from a truck. Um, actually, the they make the donuts. They make the donuts and the coffee, I believe, just 20 minutes away from me. So, if... 
I think the dunk. If I go to my local Dunkin', I know I'm probably gonna get the freshest, the best coffee, and probably the best donuts I can possibly buy. But other than that, um, I just get the coffee and move on. But I think the coffee, I prefer going to Dunkin' Donuts and over Starbucks 100% of the time. I just don't like Starbucks. I think it's yeah. Plus, I know the loyalty programs is pretty good at Dunkin' as well, and the Dunkin' app is really awesome as well too. Mobile order. So again. I know there's Starbucks that I know there's none there's not any duck and donuts in England, which I think I'm kind of terrible. But I'm hoping that they they put one in soon because I think they need to see the taste of New England. Because we eat Starbucks is from Seattle, so we need to see the taste of New England. Ah. <laughs> but uh let's get on to the two other locations I did talk about. We'll start with Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme donuts are pretty good. Um I never had one fresh off the fryer. I've seen them how they make it. I know that you know they make it every day, so that's pretty good. That's when you know this. That's when you know the donut's pretty good. If they get a fresh donut off the thing, oh yeah. So Krispy Kreme is good to get fresh off the thing. So the donuts are pretty good. I would actually, if I wanted to, I would actually eat Krispy Kreme donuts better than Dunkin' Donuts. But unfortunately, there's no Krispy Kreme nearby. So the only way we could get it actually is from our high school fundraiser for stuff and they usually could they give you a dozen of Krispy Kreme donuts those will go on, go go those will last a day not even a week um another thing too is that I have never tried Krispy Kreme coffee I know they sell it in K-cups but they never usually sell it in like ground coffee stuff and I've never been to it of course I've never been to Krispy Kreme so I never know how good the coffee is so I cannot really give you an answer there but I can tell you the donuts are really good so you if you want to go to a breakfast breakfast I definitely go to Krispy Kreme for the donuts go for the donuts don't go for the ice cream don't go for the coffee go to Duckin no but seriously though go to go to Duckin go to Duckin for your coffee I think it's probably the better option but if you have a privilege to have a Tim Hortons nearby, you should go there first because I actually prefer Tim Hortons coffee. It is so smooth. It is so good. If people don't know what Tim Hortons is, for all the people who don't know, Tim Hortons is Canada's Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, really. But Canada has Tim Hortons. You will find one in every corner better. It's actually named after an American player, to be honest. That's how it works, and it's... Canada's favorite coffee, and it's kind of the best coffee ever. They have a couple locations in the upper United States, and they have some actually in the gas station. And I gotta tell you, I love the Tim Hortons coffee. It is delicious. It's smooth. We actually went to a gas station, and they had Tim Hortons coffee, so we we're like, okay, we gotta get some because we had we had to do it because I have a long drive home. And the coffee is smooth. It is good. I recommend trying it. It is really good. I haven't had their food either, so I can't give my full opinion. But I can tell you this. The coffee is probably one of the best I can get. you can get for it. And the sizing is pretty good. I think the extra large is much taller than the, any, any taller than any other cup of coffee you would probably ever buy. Oh, and the vanilla milk. They have vanilla milk. If they have vanilla milk and Tim Hortons, I'm definitely putting that in my coffee because that is good. That's good stuff, man. That was at the gas station though too. But still, it's Tim Hortons coffee. You still gotta, you still gotta get it while it's there. But you get the idea. So I prefer Tim Hortons. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, we got Tim Hortons. The only problem with Tim Hortons though is the iced coffee sizes are very tiny. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts probably has the tallest in the iced coffee range. I think the large is about three twenty. Tim Hortons, I think, is like the same price, and you don't even get that bit. You can probably fit like five times the amount in a Dunkin' Donuts cup, uh, which is the large. So, yeah, that's the only issue I think for Tim Hortons that. The iced coffee is actually not that bad and pretty good, too. I think I probably would have Tim Hortons coffee better than Dunkin' Donuts, unfortunately. Because um, the coffee is so smooth. It goes down really good. But the problem is, though, is that I, if I want more, I have to get, like, two of them. Because the cups are so small for iced coffee. I like iced coffee. 
I rather like iced coffee better than hot coffee. I only have like hot coffee in the morning, and maybe when I'm working and and it's like, you know, thirty like twenty degrees Fahrenheit outside, like almost zero degrees, sometimes below zero. But you know, iced coffee is pretty good. I like iced coffee, especially in the summertime. It's good. It goes down smooth. So again. If you're going to breakfast, Tim Horns probably would be the best coffee to go to. Then probably Duckin. I can't tell you about Krispy Kreme, but the donuts are pretty good too. If you're going there, and Starbucks probably is down there in the list. I'm sorry, but that's just the way. It, that's just the way it goes, unfortunately, with me and my preferences. But um, if we're talking about like you know breakfast stuff, let's get the fast food restaurants back in there as well. I've had McDonald's breakfast only once, and I think it was just earlier, and it was earlier this year. Um, and the grill's not bad, but I don't know. I think I probably would have gotten more if I had it as well. I never tried Burger King. I think I tried Burger King breakfast maybe once. Then they were good. I know Wendy's just brought back their breakfast menu. Although the Frosty Chino looks really good. So that may be the only thing that's good on the menu. But I've heard the rest of the menu sucks. So, and Taco Bell did breakfast once before, and I think they're not doing it anymore. Or maybe they're still doing it. Who knows? No, they are still doing it. I've never had, oh, by the way, another thing too, maybe will lead to my restaurants that I avoid, so, but I never go to a Taco Bell, and I never will, and I never will. Um, and I think that's all the fast food rest. yeah, that's all the fast food and I never tried Chick-fil-A breakfast. Why bother? I'd rather go, I'd rather, I'd rather go there for lunch, not for breakfast, sorry. Sorry, Chick-fil-A, but breakfast is not your number one priority. It's lunch and dinner, so... Breakfast, breakfast restaurants, go lo- go local if possible, but Duck in Tim Hortons or Krispy Kreme would be your pre- preference. If there's a Starbucks, go to Starbucks, but Starbucks is not my number one choice. Moving on. Moving on. Here are the restaurants that I don't like in the world. And these are the restaurants I tend to not step foot in. One of them is Taco Bell. I do not like Taco Bell. The people there suck. I don't care if you're working I feel bad, and I'm sorry if you work at a Taco Bell. If you like your job, okay, maybe that's the case, but I hate the the, the locations I go to. They suck. They're not good. The food's not really that good, and plus, the only thing I would get at Taco Bell is probably a Mira Baja Blaster or Baja Freeze, but I could get those at freaking a grocery store now. Mountain Dew just brought Baja Blast for the whole summer. Go figure. I mean, I can probably get away with that, so... I feel bad for the people who work at Taco Bell. I do not like Taco Bell, and I'm never going to set foot or never going to eat that place again. That's the end of the story. Sorry, people. The other place I would not eat, Domino's Pizza. I've gotten roasted by Lando Norris once. He said, and I quote, Get the hell out of here. Domino's is the supreme. Lando, I'm from America, and the Domino's here sucks. Sorry. It just... The pizza sucks. And while we're on the subject of pizza, I guess we could go through pizza now because those are the the next thing on the list I think I want to talk about. Pizza is kind of interesting because, okay, you got the pizza chains like Pizza Hut. You have Domino's. You have Papa John's, uh, Hun Brothers Pizza, uh, Marco's, CC's, but... No, I don't try those because we have like seven or eight pizza joints around the around the, our town. And one another thing too that a lot of people are probably asking is that why do I eat local pizza places better than the chain pizza places? Well, here's another thing too that I think a lot of people probably know. And this is, and I can tell you this, my brother Timmy knows best because my brother Timmy works at one of the pizza joints. And he says the Italians fly to fly here in the United States to make pizza because they're more than likely to open up a pizza chain chain in the United pizza restaurant in the United States than any other country because the United States likes local and we get the Italians to join <laughs> to come in they make the best pizza and they make the most money because the US is probably yes it's a foreign market but it's also probably the best market to enter a company uh, a food business in because Americans like to eat out especially pizza so again i buy local whenever i can 
I don't trust those chain restaurants. Sorry. <laughs> that goes for Domino's. I only had Domino's once and it was terrible. Uh, so pizza, you would probably go local and I never get delivery. Sometimes I pick it up. I mean, sorry about that because I had to drink my water, but I usually just get it, pick it up. I don't like getting delivered unless it's DoorDash. We'll talk about the DoorDash and the um, DoorDash Grubhub and uh, Uber Eats. Uh, later later in the show, but p- pizza is not my really number one thing. Um, but again, again, I go local. Why would you go to Domino's if you got a local pizza? I get it, maybe that's the case, but isn't me or do everyone around the country? We probably have more pizza, local pizza joints in the United States than any other country in the world. And I goes saying something, so that's the other thing too. You got to keep in mind. But let's. Um, but I think the pizza steaks you have to go local. I just don't think that Domino's Pizza Hut and all the stuff is is going to be t- top that. It's like all the local pizza joints like that bad. It's like I would rather go there than the freaking Domino's itself. I'm sorry. Well, people said that also that Domino's Pizza is probably better if you go out of the state than than in-state. Maybe that goes the same thing with McDonald's, too. Who knows? But, again, that's another show. But let's go, let's try moving from there. So we got pizza, we had burgers, we had all this stuff. Oh, here's another thing, too. I'm not staying away from any Asian or Mexican food, so no Chipotle. I know, Chipotle's been popular, getting popular in the United States, but I'm never studying from... Unless they solve the E. coli issue... I'm not going in. Sorry. And no Asian restaurants either. No. I'm not going to... I can't... I'm not talking about Panda Express or... Or, uh... What was the other one? Walk, I think it was. New Walk or something like that. I don't know. Or Sabaro. Whatever it was. But, anyways. Sabaro is another piece of joy that I've never been to. I don't know. But let's get into the big one, and that is sandwiches, because everyone likes a sandwich once in a while. Now, let me go ahead and say this: Subway is not only the most, uh, the most, um, the most rest, the most pop, the number one restaurant that you will find in the country because they got a lot of locations there, and it's easy to own. It's also the worst sandwich joint ever. I cannot believe people like Subway. I have eaten Subway for like most, probably that's probably the only one I think I eat a lot out. But that's because Subway is the only sandwich joint that's even really good. Yeah, but nowadays, Subway is terrible. It's terrible. Even the rebrand, even the new refresh menu it's never going to make me get into a subway. I'm sorry. You know, it's so bad. Because um, I'll tell you this. There is subway, even though it's from Connecticut, there's also a couple more restaurants that are from Connecticut that are pretty good. But Subway, who's become a chain for so many years, it's just really terrible. Terrible sandwich. Don't bother going there. I put these three restaurants better. I think Jersey Mike's is probably, I would probably rather have Jersey Mike's that are better than Subway. Jersey Mike's is not that bad in terms of, uh, I think, the quality of it. Um, you get a big lunch for pretty decent amount of money, but at the same time, you pay a fortune for, like, getting a big grinder. Again, Subway, it's a football, but they have been improving on their ingredients. But I think Jersey Mike's is kind of, I think the ingredients are a little more fresher and much better than Subway, and that goes, and that's a bold statement, but I'm sticking to it, Subway had, of course, for a chain, of course, I said that, because the the chain that they're competing with has a tagline that says, eat fresh, when they're really not even fresh, or refresh to eat fresh, I think now is the new tagline now, as of August 3rd, 2021, <laughs> but there, but there's another chain that is actually above of Jersey Mike's, and that is Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's sandwiches are actually pretty dang good. It's too bad there's not a location in Connecticut. I am still waiting for that day that Jimmy John's will finally open up a location in Connecticut. It is so good. 
I love it. I think I had like the, I think it was the, like the Turkey Club. I think it was really, really good. The bread was pretty good. The meat was really good too. I think that is also another thing as well. Also another thing as well. The ch it's, I think the Jimmy John's is probably like the only other restaurant that I think I'll probably go to the most if I see though. That's the b best of the chain restaurants. And then, of course, you have those like restaurants that also like customize your orders, like Witch Witch and Potbelly. Although there's a Potbelly in the unit, um, in our in our state, it's been permanently closed for quite some time. I think because of COVID, it sucks because I really want to try Potbelly, and they have the gift cards there as well. And Witch Witch is probably like an only place that we could you could go to with like in the Western Coast, but I think there's one in New York, if I'm mistaken. So that's pretty good, but. I would say if I had to choose like a chain restaurant, I would choose um, Jimmy John's the best, but there's no Jimmy John's Connecticut, so it has to be Jersey Mike's. But I did say order local. And of course, go back to the two delis that I go to. Usually my order um, that I go to, I get a Sandy Hook, which is a roast beefs. It's on a big sand bun grinder with roast beef, cooked roast beef, blue cheese, American cheese, and bacon. Yes, people don't like blue cheese, but blue cheese and roast beef are actually a really good combination. You'll actually be surprised about that. It's actually really dang good. The blue cheese actually helps the roast beef because I don't like roast beef that's the deli roast beef. It's usually not seasoned, but the blue cheese kind of helps it and the bacon grease kind of helps it a little bit. So blue cheese and... Roast beef. Good combination to try. Another place I go to is uh, this place that I go to. I, think, I forgot if it's like Pasta Magius or something like that. It's an Italian deli. They put a lot of meat on those sandwiches. I mean, when we went there in our... We went there for our vacation, of course. That Italian deli, man, that is... They stuff a lot of sandwiches, and you know when you walk in, if the restaurant is like short, you know you're gonna get a good like a good, a good meal or something like that. The grinders are pretty good. The prices are pretty good too for a grinder, and they stuff it with tons and tons of meat and sandwiches. The biggest grinder you can possibly get is so good that you will freak out. And you'll be full for probably the whole day, if not the next day. You could probably survive the whole week on that. Definitely a good place to try. Maybe there, I think it's like Pasta DiMaggio's and Mystic or something like that. But the one sandwich place that I always go to in Connecticut is, of course, Nardelli's. It's a chain of restaurants in Connecticut, but that is the best sandwich I have ever eaten is Nordelli's. The pastrami grinder is obviously my favorite. It is delicious. It is so good. Oh, I'm just mouthwatering every time when I talk. Oh my god. I only get like and Nardelli's you can they stuff the sandwiches for like like veg like classic which was like celery, carrots and olives and all everything. But I usually go with lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, onion, a little red onion, maybe some salt and pepper. Maybe oregano, maybe if they could sprinkle a little olive oil, they can do that as well. But it is so good. The pastrami just, oh, it just feels so good. It's so flavorful. It's so, and it's salty, which is pretty good salty. The, the crunch of the meat, the fresh black pepper. You know, and then of course the tangy mayonnaise. They make the mayonnaise fresh too, so you can kind of tell the mayonnaise is really good. You don't get the mayo that you get slapped from the jars. Well, they know they make their own mayo, and that's so good. Oh yeah! <laughs> I know people probably are gonna look at like what the heck, but I'm salivating right now. I could just go for a bite right now. It's just delicious, delicious stuff, and it's really dang good. And that's probably the greatest. And they got like, I don't know, like 15 locations around the state. It's just, oh, it's so good. And they were on the track. And they're, oh, sorry if I had the mic. If they're, you hear the bang. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, they got 15 locations around the state or something. I think 15 or 20 locations in the state. And they also have a loyalty program as well. Which loyalty programs are good for fat pay if you're who joins. Where it's called the, uh, okay, I'm going to have to say the grinder card. Now, it's not what you think. But it's a basically what that is. What that means is that it's basically a loyalty card. And what it does is that every time you come in and buy a sandwich, uh, they check you off. And they check you off the stamp it, and they do everything in between. And when you get to 12 sandwiches, if you show your card 12 consecutive times, the 12th one's always free. And uh, that's pretty good because the Dardelli sandwiches cost like $11 for a foot long. So yeah, it is kind of a little bit pricey, but I bet you it is well worth it. Uh, speaking of local chains, I guess we could also talk about a, There's a local fast food chain also called Dutch's. It's not that bad. It's not that... It's okay. I think it's probably better than I think maybe most restaurants are, but I still would go to McDonald's better than Dutchess. But Dutchess is also not that bad, too. That's another local restaurant we could go to as well. So if we're talking local, that's one of the local restaurants, I think, um, in the state. Um, I want to see if there's another chain that's always there that we go to. Um, I guess now we're talking about takeaways. Let's just talk about... Um, any like other things that we usually get the barbecue restaurants are kind of on the brink here in new england i mean again i know i've never been to a real barbecue restaurant really in new england barbecue is not the number one priority it's usually it's usually um kind of mediocre at best especially the prices too some of the prices are usually very expensive with the restaurants that we go to so maybe stay away from the barbecue restaurants if you really look at that way but i guess if you're asking yourself well this is a good place to go to anything that's fried seafood oh yes a local fish market is what you need i go to this local fish market place a couple times to get fried um if i'm near the area i go to this fish market um it's called the Burtis. Um, and they make some good fried clam strips as well. And then, of course, the vacation place we go to, we go to Sea Swirl. Uh, sea Swirl, which is, oh, the fried clams are so good there, too. Fried clam strips are my number one food of choice. If I'm there and they have it on the menu, I am going to get it no matter what it takes. I don't care where I am. I love it. It's good. Fried seafood is really good as well. I definitely get it. I could have fish and chips as well. That's good, but fried clam strips is really good as well. But now we're on the subject of food and going to local places. Obviously, they have there are some also local places that I tend to avoid, like sushi restaurants and all this stuff because I really have a case. But I guess now since we're talking about local restaurants, most of the restaurants now are not easy to take out are the sit-down restaurants. And this is where I think the gusto begins because this is where I get to make my opinion. The restaurants I have not been to are sit-downs are Olive Garden. I've never stepped foot in an Olive Garden once and I probably won't be able to do that. I've never been to a Red Lobster either. And that's because I don't think the seafood's that, the seafood's not that good. I'm gonna see if they have fried clam strips there. Maybe that maybe I'll try Red Lobster for once, but I don't know if it's even that good as a better than the local fish market. So, well, as a chain restaurant, I think that's the only two I think I've not been to or sit down for restaurants as well. Let's also talk about chain restaurants that are mediocre that are sit downs. I hate. Uh, friendlies who is um, I think they have now decided that they're not going to do the uh, or maybe I think I was wrong maybe they still do friendly still exists but they just do ice cream but the restaurants the food's not that bad go for the ice cream they're more likely an ice cream place and well you can get their ice cream on the shelf so it really doesn't matter that much and I also don't like TGF Friday, so that's obviously, probably if you haven't listened to episode one of the podcast, you should go listen to it. But I did make a comment that we always go to TGF Fridays every single time. However, though, we've got grown tired of it. Our tastes are not that bad. 
they used to put a lot of salt in the food. Um, they changed their menu a couple times. And then um, the menu was a little smaller now. I think the recent time that we went there on Friday, I think was the Saturday night when we went to Pocono as well. So TJ Fries is not that bad. I would probably not say that's not my number one choice, but I think it's it's pretty good if you... I think if you're a first-timer, I think that's pretty good. But if you have it more times, maybe your taste buds will go away. I don't know. Just saying. Another place that's a dead restaurant that's probably, if you're looking for bad atmosphere, Buffalo Wild Wings is one of them. I hate. Buffalo Wild Wings is probably better for the wings. Don't get anything else. Maybe the fries as well. But other than that, don't get anything else at Buffalo Wild Wings. Just get the wings. They're probably the only option on the table. Oh, if you do go there, be careful for some loud atmosphere from what we had. It was pretty dang loud at the Buffalo Wild Wings that we went to. And that was because we just went to a NASCAR race and we were like, oh, can we just go there somewhere quiet? So, again, be dubs. Just go for the wings, please. And probably just consider doing takeout there. What's another sit-down restaurant that's a chain there? Any um, any local diet is pretty good as well. I usually go there for breakfast sometimes. Uh, we went to a restaurant um, named uh, Kitchen Little on our vacation. I think it's our second-to-last day. And the food was pretty good. But at the same time, we had to wait almost an hour to get our food. And... Uh, well, when compensating the food is pretty good, but you have the slow service, and you know they pour keep pouring coffee in the water, and you know I think that basically is the nonverbal language of, yeah, we're kind of slow here today. I know you guys are being patient, but there's more coffee and all this stuff until we uh, figure this out. Somebody probably called that or something like that, but that's the other thing too. But I do like the local diners and the local restaurants for good breakfast like a good sit-down restaurant and then of course we go to this also when we're on vacation we go to the we go to the galley in there as well the galley used to be fantastic uh, they used to have great food the chef is pretty good too but the bad news though is that after covid they were changed a lot now they only give you plastic coloring for that instead of the plate why can they just go back to like metal forks and all stuff you can wash that stuff don't they have like a modern day dishwasher that you can... I don't know. I don't know the deal. That's just the way it is. And uh, that's the way I like it. Um, now we move on to probably some of the... Uh, again, any local restaurant, sit-down restaurant, is always good. Uh, let's just also keep going. Texas Roadhouse is not that bad. I haven't had the steak yet. I've heard the steak's pretty good at Texas Roadhouse, and I think it's better than Outback Steakhouse. Now, the Outback is not bad, but I prefer the Bloomin' Onion. And we always get a free Bloomin' Onion every time when Kevin Harvick wins a race. However, though, Outback Steakhouse has been doing terrible the last couple of years, and I think they're gone bankrupt. I think I have not seen a commercial for Outback Steakhouse once. I think they folded during the pandemic. Let me know if Outback Steakhouse is still alive. I don't think it isn't. But another thing, too, I think, um, let's talk about another thing, restaurant I have not tried, but probably may not go there is Denny's. Denny's Breakfast. Denny's uh, Breakfast Restaurant or Diner, whatever they are. I don't want that. Chain Diners are terrible. The one here is not really in a good location. Um, I would never go there, but of course, let me get on to the biggest sit-down restaurant, and this is probably the best sit-down restaurant you go to, and I can't, and the prices are so good, and I can't believe it. The best sit-down restaurant for your buck, and probably one of my favorite restaurants that I've gone to. I've only been to it once, but come on now. Nothing beats the Waffle House. If you are near a Waffle House, you should go to it. It is a United States tradition. Waffle House, the cool, greasy spoon place. Coffee is pretty good, but the waffle is good. The full price are pretty good. I think the food is cut 
made fresh. I think you shred the potatoes and they taste pretty good. And then of course the eggs are really nice. Well, I think you get scrambled eggs there too, which I think is pretty good. Um, I think in um, whole fries are pretty, the prices are also pretty good as well. The waffles are kind of on the pretty good sort of pricey side as well. What my brother got, because I only got like whole fries and a waffle, and that lasted me the whole entire day because it was hot. We forgot our snacks in the car. But what Tim got was a a whole meal. He had bacon. The bacon was pretty good at Waffle House. He had three sort of bacon. He had toast. He had eggs, whole fries, and a waffle and a coffee. For eleven dollars, I think that's pretty good. I think for eleven dollars, you cannot beat. I don't think you can beat that anywhere else. And the total like bill was twenty dollars, um, which I think is the cheapest I paid for two people. So yeah, go to Waffle House. I mean, I only paid twenty four bucks. I mean, I give them four five dollar tip, five dollar tip. They deserve it. They really done it. So. Again, if you haven't, and Waffle, but the only problem with Waffle House is that you do have to pay for takeout because they prefer having you sit down and fresh. That's when they get, they make the most money. Uh, but Waffle House is so good. Oh my God. I cannot, I, I'm, I mean, again, and Tim and I were very cranky in the morning because we caught up at seven o'clock and we were like, let's just go to the Waffle House. Let's just go for it. And Tim and I got back in the car and we were all smiling and we were like, yeah, we, yeah. Tim says, I don't usually obsess about food, but the Waffle House is so good. It was well worth it. I was like, I told you. Like, I mean, we we may have only gotten 15 minutes on track, but it was worth it because the first location was perfectly closed. So it was like, we drove up here. We wanted to go to the Waffle House. So it was pretty dang pretty good. So if you are nearby, go to the Waffle House. Go inside it. It is damn good. You are going to be worth your weight. I think it's one of the best restaurants you can ever eat in the history of American restaurants. I think that is one of my top five restaurants I think I've ever been to. I totally forgot of the restaurant. I for totally also forgot one restaurant as well. So another restaurant that you go to that is also a drive-in, also food. I forgot to mention that. So let me mention this off my back as well. Also, one of my favorites is we're on the topic of that. Is Sonic? Sonic is a drive-in restaurant. They usually bring your food. You either drive-in, mobile order, or anything like that. The burgers are really good. That's my top burger place because the reason is one of my top burger places because the reason is because the burgers are pretty fresh, but also because it's really good on your budget. And plus, um, you can either drive through. You could pull in the park, or you could mobile order as well. I think their mobile order app is second best to Chick-fil-A. Sonic also has a lot of selection on slushies, and ice, and milkshakes, and blasts, and drinks. They have a huge selection of beverages. They have over 1 million beverage combinations, I think, than what the ones commercial said. And usually they're half price in, um, I think, in a certain window. And they're also half price in, in the morning as well sometimes. And, and, um, it's also half price when you order on the app, which is also pretty good. I think Sonic is probably another good restaurant you could try. If you want me to, if you want me, uh, to give you a recommendation of what to order, um, and maybe I'll do this at the end of the video. If you go to Sonic, or the Cherry Lemonade Slush, a bur the bur one of the burgers is pretty good. You'll be thanking me later. And now, before I get to my favorite orders for the meal, for everything from restaurants I've been to, just so that you get an idea or things you want to try. Um, oop. Well, yeah. Let me also put this out there that uh, we are going to have to focus on the mobile ordering bar. Thing, and that is the dry, the service from DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber Eats, or whatever your mobile thing is. But that's the top three most things. I've never tried Uber, Uber Eats, so I can't really give you a like a thing. Um, I have tried ordering on mobile ordering on DoorDash and picking it up at a restaurant is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good. 
Um, and I think Robos will. I've never gotten delivery, but the, the delivery service has been pretty good as well. So I might try delivery once. Tim has done it a couple times, and he said it's pretty good. Um, but it's really the case. But I really stay away from those because I don't want strangers in my house. Um, that's the other thing, too, about delivery, you know. And then, of course, you don't know how the food's fresh, too, because they don't usually prepare the food. They usually prepare the food, let it sit over the fire. So, again over the um the grill so it's really really interesting that uh um those three apps work if you had to ask me what prefer what do i prefer i prefer doriash i mean but i mean grubhub usually works as well but the problem though is that not all restaurants have mobile ordering and also a little tip for you in covid times Make sure you Google what, make sure you know what restaurant time it opens. I've had one moment where I order something from a local place and I have to wait and I didn't know the place opened till eight o'clock and I had a good, and that's when it punched in and I didn't know and I had to have my dad get it. So know to self, know the hours of the place, especially when you're mobile ordering. So that's the other thing too, if you're going to pick it up, if you get it delivered, it's a different story. But let's get on, because I'm going to end you off with some of my favorite stuff. Like, at Sonic, obviously, get the cherry lime and it's slushy. Get the waffle of your Waffle House. For Popeye's, get the spicy chicken sandwich. I think I prefer that. Chick-fil-A, get the regular chicken sandwich. I think it's pretty good. I never have the spicy one, but maybe I'll try that another. Maybe I'll try that in another, in another time. But um, another thing, too, McDonald's, you usually go for a double quarter pound. I think usually that's the best probably the best burger you could probably buy i think go for the burgers if you're mcdonald's same with burger king but wendy's i go for a baconator or something like that so that's really and then of course fried clam strips um as well i think for if you're there so give you a little couple food options but again you have to try it yourself but one more thing of course and that's dessert obviously i talked about sonic but i also want to talk about dairy queen dairy queen is also one of the uh one of the chain restaurants, chain restaurants around the country and maybe around the world too. I don't know. Um, but Dairy Queen is really good because they have the uh, blizzards. The blizzards are really good when they're 10 minutes long. Also, the Orange Julies are pretty good as well. So, uh, But Dairy Queen also probably only has like six flavors in the menu. The best time to get a blizzard is probably when it's in the summertime because they do put a lot more blizzards on the menu during the summertime because they know that's where they're going to get the best customers and they get the better tastes um another of course ice cream places i mean i've had ice cream trucks a couple times i've seen them make prepare ice cream in one of the food trucks that one of this guy's streams but uh there's this ice cream place that's local, and now it's becoming the best American ice cream you can get in America. Um, I'm not going to say the name, because I think it, cause the lines are so long. Um, it is terrible by the time. And, of course, the parking sucks, too. You have to get it either early or on a rainy day, because this ice cream place is so good, it's already popular, and everyone in America knows it. So, that place, I get a s'more milkshake, s'more ice cream milkshake. It's so good. It is so good. It's not even funny. It is the best ice cream, probably one of the best ice cream you can get without going on the shelf. I can talk about ice cream and products on the shelf on another episode, but that's another show. I'm trying to think of other desserts that you could probably get to. Cookies, brownies, and all this stuff. I think bakery, local bakeries are probably not bad. But again, ice cream is really good. And then, of course, there was a pop-up, a couple frozen yogurt joints as well. Those are really good, but the problem always is that you pay, they pay you by the ounce. Of what you put in so keep that in mind when you're ordering the stuff but uh that's really the deal so but i prefer the real ice cream joint and all stuff they can really compete on that as well and especially during the winter time no one really wants to go there so that's the other thing too i'm trying to think what else i have to try also think what else desserts that i have going to yeah, I mean, really, ice cream places are probably the best option, especially in the summertime. But there's not really other places that where you can get good desserts around here unless they serve ice creams, especially down sit-down restaurants. You're probably better off going to an ice cream place or something like that if they offer you dessert. Sorry, not sorry. 
Unless the, unless the dessert there is pretty good. Um, but the one thing I think before I end the podcast is go local, stay local, and support those local businesses. Especially because since we're coming back from COVID or we are maybe, we may have another second wave. And I don't know if we're going to have a lot or not. That's the way it is. But support the local businesses as much as you can because... They do a lot for us. They rely on your money, rely on your money and your uh, patronage and loyalty. If you support them, they could stay open, and that's how they keep going because that's really what it is. If the local businesses could um, make money and make a lot more than usual, that so if you do support local, that would be probably the best. Option. So that is the one thing I will say. If you got a local business that's like a local restaurant that's really good, go to it. That's where it is because the money is going straight to them, straight to them. It doesn't go to anywhere else and it really helps there a lot. And uh, that is going to do it for this, live, for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the food itself. Yes, I know. I haven't been to Nando's. Yes, I know. I haven't been to this place. Yada, yada, yada. I've only been to what I can bet go. That's all I could say. But um, in the end, I think the third episode of the podcast will help you hopefully not get you hungry, but hopefully get you pumped up for going to some of these restaurants that I've gone to or probably hate some of the restaurants that I've gone to in that as well. I hope you guys enjoy the listening podcast. And once again, if you love this podcast, please follow us at Spotify. That really lets me know. And you guys really love it as well. Obviously, the fourth episode could be our first live podcast on Twitch. So make sure you follow us on Twitch, on twitch.tv slash evix24. We just surpassed, hit 100 followers. I thank you so much for the people who have supported me since day one. It has really been an honor. And always, I will see you guys in the next podcast. Enjoy. Talk to you later. Goodbye for now.